0: Hi, this is Pastor Daniel Bracken. You're listening to Kings Alaska podcast. I hope the word encourages you and you get a touch from God that brings transformation and equips you to experience life with people, power, and purpose. Thank you for joining us. Enjoy the word. James 1, 1 through 6. I'm reading the New International Version. And it says, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes scattered among the nations greetings consider it pure joy my brothers and sisters whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature come on say mature with me mature Mature. and complete not lacking anything if any of you lacks wisdom you should ask God who gives generously to all without faulting fault finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe. Come on, let's say that together. You must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. Father, thank you for your word, and I pray, Lord, that you speak to us tonight, that you move in power. Holy Spirit, we yield to you, Lord, and we submit ourselves to you. Come and touch us, Lord. Rearrange our thinking. Rearrange, Lord, those things in us that need to be arranged so that we can walk fully in what you have for us in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. You know, if you don't start that clock, we're going to be here till 11 o'clock, and then I'm going to get in trouble with Pastor Daniel. Amen. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Pastor Gil, and my wife and I, you know, Minister Rosa. Would you stand, Minister Rosa, please? Come on. Hallelujah. We have the great privilege of pastoring our extension, our campus, out in Eagle River. And it's... Woo! Gee-hoo! Amen. And it's a great privilege. Amen. You know and um you know we we love you pastor daniel and we're so thankful and grateful for the great privilege of being able to share the word with you tonight and you know pastor loves you he misses you you know and he was like man i wish i were there he's got his responsibilities but you know there's the god is doing great things in this place amen and let me tell you it's just beginning amen it's just the beginning of all that he's gonna do You know, and I'm so grateful and I'm so thankful for all that God has done in our lives, you know, being part of this church. You know, God, it's so awesome, and we're so thankful. But I want to share a word with you tonight about, you know, God is with us in difficult times. You know, and if you—I love that, that, you know, she went there for for tithing because in order for you to walk in victory, in order for you to walk— in, in the fullness of what God has for your life, you have to be fully submitted to the Lord. Amen. You must choose. You must believe. And there's something, you know, when the, time, when the, when the times get tough, that instead of, you know, slacking, you got to buck up and you got to push in. you got to lean in to whatever is coming at you if you're going to have victory. Amen. Because we're all going to face difficult times. When things are going well for us, usually, you know, it's like, man, it's been good, and then like something happens out of the ordinary. And it's not convenient, right? It's, it's not convenient. So, what do you do when you go through difficult times? What do we do? In John 16, 33, 32 to 33, Jesus is talking to the disciples and he is preparing them. Amen? And he says, A time is coming, in fact, and has come when you'll be scattered. East to your own home and you will leave me all alone yet I am not alone for my father is with me Jesus knew who he was and he knew that God was always present with him in verse 33 he says I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace in this world you will have trouble but take heart come on look at your neighbor and say take heart take heart, take heart. I have overcome the world hallelujah so, as believers, when we are believers, you're not weak. Hallelujah! You are—you know—you are not a, a wishy-washy. You are steadfast. You are consistent. Amen. Praise the Lord. And you got to establish in your thinking that evil does not come from God but from the devil. God created the world perfectly. The Bible says in James, even that every good and perfect gift comes from the father above the father of heavenly lights in whom there is no shadow or variation in turning and i love it you know i learned here in this church hearing pastor daniel preach and he you know he was like you know god good devil bad god good devil bad you know and and i remember those services those times and i was like god good devil bad okay god good you know and it's like you have to establish in your in your mind that you know God is good that the God is on the throne the devil's been defeated and we live in victory you know and that could be a cliche that could be just you know a t-shirt or a bumper sticker but if you make it your life that's exactly what you're gonna experience hallelujah and that's what we have to do you know God created the world perfectly but when sin entered in the Garden of Eden that's when things went askew. And death entered into world then. You know, that's why we have a hard time with death. It's because we weren't created to die. Amen, we are eternal beings. And we were supposed to live forever, and we will live forever in our spirit, man. One day, if you're a believer, you're gonna have a, a glorified body. Holler, holler, praise the Lord. And I love, <laughs> no, seriously, you know, because I, I was young, now I'm not as young anymore, and pray to the Lord. Dr. Morocco calls it chest drawer syndromes. That's when your chest falls into your drawers. <laughs> no joke. Praise the Lord. But that's why they make almond milk, all right? Less calories. So we have a hard time with death. We have a hard time because we're not meant to die. <laughs> Man, you know, there was a tree... <laughs> Come on. Wow. Did he just say that? Yes, yes. It's interesting that, you know. Anyway, so, you know, there was a tree in the garden that was called the tree of life that Adam and Eve, they would partake of it regularly. And it was so important that, you know, after they sinned, God had to kick them out of the garden for that reason, because otherwise they would have all—they would continue eating of that fruit and stayed in the in the in the in the sin condition they were in forever. So God kicked them out of the garden and put a cherub in there with a fire sword, amen, so they wouldn't go back in and then let death, be, you know, takes it takes take its course. But let me tell you, when Jesus came, he restored all things, amen? And when you give your life to the Lord, we are a new creation. Praise the Lord. That's another message. But thank God that through Christ is how we begin to restore the world beginning with ourselves. Romans 8, 32 and 33 says, He who did not spare his own son but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? some things no not some things all things hallelujah God has given us all things praise the Lord so who shall bring a charge against God's elect it is who God. it is God who justifies so you know looking at our text James is writing to the tribes that had been scattered throughout the nations of the world because of tribulation you know they were living in difficult times you think you're having a hard time Look around you. <laughs> you know, it's like there's always somebody who's had a worse time than you. And we can get, you know, myopic. I looked up the definition of oh, my Eagle river people. It's short-sighted. You get short-sighted looking at you, what you're going through, your problems. You know, and you get your lips so big you could suck marbles down from the floor from a gopher hole. Is that how you say it? Yeah. You know, and you can get so like inward thinking. And so little thinking that you forget that you have a big god yeah. hallelujah yeah. and the secret to going to going through trouble is to stay close to the lord yeah. we weren't meant to live to walk apart to god to live apart from the lord so when you're going through trouble let me tell you it's not the time for you to skip emp yeah. it's not the time for you to skip life group it's not the time for you to stop serving. Well, you know, I just need a break right now. I'm kind of overwhelmed. No, you don't. <laughs> Hallelujah. You need to do some more things. Praise the Lord. Serve in another ministry. Hallelujah. I love it. You know, the, if all the, you know, doc, or Pastor Daniel's, you know, everybody who, who came up with Pastor Daniel at, at the cathedral would say, you know, you'd walk into Dr. Morocco's office to resign because, you know, you're having a hard time and there's, you know, whatever. Like you walk in to resign and you leave with more work hallelujah come on why is that because when the things get tough it's not time for you to sit down take a break and slow down that's where the devil is going to get you that's where you're going to lose out big and when you feel weak you know you will need to push into the presence of the lord and stand on the word of god and get close with people who are walking lord they're going the where you want to go and you will find strength in time of need as you draw near to the lord And a lot of times that means you got to draw near to people who are near to the Lord. Hallelujah. Matthew 5, 13, 3 to 12, 5, 3 to 12 says, Blessed are the poor in spirit. Not the poor, not the broke, right? Because if you're poor and broke, you're not blessed. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Those who have a revelation that outside of God we have nothing. Amen. And when you have that revelation, it don't have a pity party. Recognize that everything you need is in God, amen? Because when you, you will find everything you need in the Lord. So blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who born, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled blessed are the merciful for they will be shown merciful mercy blessed are the pure in heart for they will see God blessed are the peacemakers for they will be called children of God blessed are those who are persecuted what blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness amen not because you did something like you know the cops coming after you that's that's not necessarily persecution <laughs> You did that. You deserve that. But blessed are you when you're persecuted for righteousness. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evils against you because of me. That's important. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way, they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So you see that in scriptures, when you read the scriptures, that God is encouraging us and the way that we're going to find help, the way that we're going to find strength is when we draw near to him, hallelujah, and also when you keep your eyes on the truth that this world is not it. The Christian worldview is one that this world is temporal. It is passing amen? We are, you know, we're all growing old. No matter how young you are in here, in 20 years, you're going to look like me. (laughs) Hallelujah. Let me tell you, we don't expect that. It's like, what? (laughs) Right? But it happens. Everything is passing. And one day, Jesus is going to come back again. So when you're a believer, you must keep that. When you're going through a tough time, this too shall pass. Hallelujah. And when you settle that, that this world is temporal you can set your eyes on Jesus right. the trials we go through in the world won't have the same effect on us because we're aware of the truth there's gonna give me a time that we're gonna talk just like we talked about the cathedral and there's gonna be miracle in Alaska There's the book, Miracle on Maui, Miracle in Alaska. Man, remember those times when we were believing, when we were praying, when we were sacrificially giving, when we were volunteering to see that building finished. Remember that? Oh, yeah, that was like 50 years ago. Man, like God has done so many things. Like there's a bigger building with Eagle River now. (laughs) Just kidding, just kidding. (laughs) But listen, you know, we have a mandate to take over the state everything is passing every trouble that you're going through is passing there's one thing that is sure and that is that god is on the throne the devil's been defeated and you are victorious through christ jesus hallelujah if you stay in that place if you stay at the foot of the cross or not at the foot of the cross but at the feet of jesus because how many you know jesus ain't at the cross no more you got to get beyond the cross. You got to get beyond, you know, the the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. You get filled with the Holy Ghost. Shamba shamba. Praise the Lord. It's for a purpose. It's for you to get to work. Amen. Because if you come to church and you get filled every time you come to church, praise the Lord. You know, you shake your head. You know, and it's like some, some. You can get so. No, never mind. You know, you get so filled, but if you're not preaching, if you're not sharing that gospel, if you're not ministering, if you're not leading a life group or learning, getting there to how to lead a life group so you can impart what you have received, you know, you're going to get like spiritually obese. I don't know if that's possible, but you know, but one thing is for sure, you're going to, you know, you're not going to move forward. And then it's going to seem like, you know, oh, everything's terrible. Everything's not awesome nothing's worth no move forward hallelujah John 14 1 through 3 says do not let your hearts be troubled oh man that right there is so much there but anyway you believe in God believe also in me my father's house has many rooms if that were not so would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you and if I go to prepare a place for you I will come back and take you to be with me that you may also be where I am so all of this is passing. Hallelujah, keep your eyes on the Lord. First Corinthians 15:19 and 22 says, "If only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are of all people to be most pitied." So, you know, we believe for miracles. We believe God to come through for us for things we need. Maybe you need to buy a house. Maybe you need to sell a house. Maybe you need to buy a car. Maybe you need a second car. Maybe you need gas money. That's great. You can trust the Lord. You can give. You can sacrifice. You can, God is going to make a way for you. But if that's all you're believing God for, you're believing way below. You know what God has intended it to be. And it says in verse 21, or 20 but christ has indeed been raised from the dead the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep for since death came through a man the resurrection of the dead comes also through a man for as in adam all die so in christ all will be made alive you gotta you keep you keep our minds on the fact that you know after we die we're gonna rise again from the dead And we're going to live eternally in the presence of the Lord. And listen, heaven doesn't mean that, we know, we're not going to be like, you know, cherubs. Like you're not going to become a baby angel in heaven playing a harp or have, you know, that's not, that's not heaven. We're going to have work to do. Hallelujah. I don't know, Minister Micah, maybe, maybe you will be the harp cherub. (laughs) He's disappointed. But anyway, you know. Don't waste a good trial. I love that. I think I heard Pastor Daniel say that. But trials do something for us. Amen? They test the faith like a melting pot for metals. It purifies it so that that all impurity is removed. And that's really where the battle is. The battle is for your faith. Because if you believe God, you will overcome hallelujah Jesus said according to your faith be it done unto you so could it be you know the, the devil will try to come and bring doubt and cause you to doubt what God has said because when your faith in what God has said is weakened you will not see the result of what God spoke in your life I was talking with somebody you know and I was reminded of you know of, of, of like healing physical healing we're believing for healing you know my mother has a, a rare you know bl- blood pressure thing and um, she has had all her life, you know? And let me tell you, um, she, so many times in my life, you know, I remember growing up that she would pray. She's a woman of prayer. She prays, you know, like you can sit down for a meal, you know, and begin to pray. And she'll forget that we're sitting down for a meal and she'll pray for two hours, like no joke. She can literally just like close her eyes, they'll begin to intercede. She'll pray for the neighbors. She'll pray for the trees. She'll pray for, you know, For everything, literally. And, you know, this high blood pressure, we took her blood pressure one time, was 240 over 180. And that's like at rest. That's like stroke territory. And, you know, and my mother, however, doesn't have any of the effects that long-term high blood pressure will have on a person. You know why? Because she stands on the Word of God. And I remember so many times growing up that she was like, you know, I curse this blood pressure, I'm healed. And she would just fight against all those things, declaring the healing of God over her lives. Let me tell you, she lives in divine healing. And if you believe what God says, you will receive that in your life. But you got to trust the Lord because he's never going to fail you and when you go through trials your faith is being tested not you know and when your faith is tested listen you can take what God says to the bank and if you will push through you will see that every time that you relied on the Lord that every time that you trusted on God according to his word he has never failed you the reason a lot of Christians end up in trouble is because they find one verse That supports their position and they manipulate try to manipulate God, which will never work. Listen, if you take the scriptures out of context, it doesn't work. As a matter of fact, the Bible is not always true. (gasps) Calm down. Because when the devil quoted this misquoted the scriptures to Jesus, he was lying. He said, "Didn't didn't, Didn't God say that he will give charge over his angels, so that you know you won't dash your feet on the rocks. Why don't you just throw yourself down and see? He says no, thou shalt not tempt the Lord your God. You got to take the whole counsel of scriptures in 1 Corinthians 6:13. And let me tell you that you know if you lo- like to take one verse of scripture and say, "Oh no, God spoke to me." I had somebody once say to me, "You know, the Lord told me you know it was time for me to stop going to church." I was like, "Yeah, you're not listening from the Lord." you're not listening to God well God told me to stop going to church no he didn't because the Bible says do not forsake the gathering of the brethren as that so, is the custom of some so God is not gonna tell you stop going to church you no know, maybe he's gonna tell you no stop going to the Satanist Church yeah he'll tell you that amen hallelujah praise the Lord first Corinthians six thirteen. he says You say food is made for the stomach and stomach for food this is true though someday god will do away with both of them but you can't say that our bodies were made for sexual immorality they were made for the lord and the lord cares about our bodies it is a prime example that the corinthians they were using scripture or they or they were saying you know listen like we have a stomach it's for food so we eat so we have no sex organs it's to have sex that's why we fornicate no that's not how it is that is a prime example of taking scriptures out of context to try to accommodate your life. Let me tell you, we are to come to the scriptures every time and let the scriptures you know, wash us and cleanse us and cut away every evil and cut away everything that does not belong. Hallelujah. Because if you come to the Lord and you put your faith in a scripture that is you know, unscriptural and scripturally in scripture, Or you use scriptures to twist something and you're like no god didn't come through for me because i believe this and that that it happened well you need to believe right and how do you do that you go to a life group you begin to study the scriptures you read the word every day The, the the psalmist said your word i have kept in my heart that i may not sin against you hallelujah you guys all right praise break praise break Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Come on. God's good. So God's purpose for us, and you know, the test will transform us, which will bring about maturity and completion. You know, and in this life, every time you you grow, you know, you grow to the place where God called you to be, you know, it's 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 gonna be you're gonna begin to impact other people's lives. And even then, it's gonna be growing forever because we're called to grow to the stature of the perfect man no i love praying like you know hearing dr morocco pray it says lord expose evil and unrighteousness in my life like man like like what 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 does dr morocco does that is evil the man is like you know devoted to the lord fully all his life and is maturing the lord come on why is that because we want to continue to grow because the standard is not you know anybody here on the earth It's jesus christ hallelujah so god's purpose transcends what we see in front of us right now listen if you're going through a hard time you know you're going to get over it you're going to overcome it you're going to be victorious hallelujah praise god in Revelation 21 1 through 5 says then i saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and there was no longer any sea I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as the bride beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, look, God's dwelling place is now among the people and he will dwell with them. They will be his people and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. He was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down for these words are trustworthy and true. God is going to make everything new. Hallelujah. He's going to make everything new. There's going to come a day, you know, that everything is going to be renewed. And right now, hallelujah, he's at work in our lives. He's perfecting us. He's molding us while over are on this earth. And you may be thinking, like, you know, why? You know, I've suffered so much. Why am I still here? You're here to bring glory to the Lord. Hallelujah. And if you're a believer, surrender fully to Him. Listen, the most painful life you will ever live is a wishy washy believer life, where you are, you know, half serving the Lord. You got to jump head in. I love that scripture enslaved you got to choose to be enslaved to the lord that is exactly what it is jesus said if anyone wants to come after me they must deny themselves take up their cross and follow me so god's speaking to us difficult situations will strengthen you if you are firmly set on jesus if you have set your your mind on the Lord if you have set your your life you have ordered your life to serve God then every time you're gonna overcome revelations 12 11 says they conquered him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony for they did not love their lives to the point of death not loving your life to the point of death means you're completely sold out you're completely and utterly sold out to the Lord you know, it's like you're going you're gonna to live for the Lord in everything you do. You know what's the beautiful thing about that? I see that in our pastors. I see that, you know, in Dr. Morocco. I remember the first time, 2015, when I went to Maui. You know, and it's like I had just, you know, anyway, God did such a miraculous work in my life. You know, and I remember being there, you know, and I'm, and I'm watching him. And I'm looking at him I'm like, man, this guy has seen his last day is the first impression that came to my, to my heart because of the intensity that he has for the Lord. Then you look at Pastor Daniel, you know, same thing. You look at our pastors, same thing. They're sold out. You spend time with our pastors, with our, with our staff, you know, and it's like, we're sold out for the Lord. We're about souls, hallelujah. We're about seeing you being equipped to do everything that God has called you to do and it's a beautiful thing that's why we're able to overcome what the devil threw at them because they were totally sold out for the Lord you know the Fox books of martyrs how many of you guys have ever heard Pastor Daniel talk about that there's a couple of stories that I want to share with you one is about Festus a deacon and Desiderius a reader were condemned for being Christians to be fed to beasts since the beast didn't touch them they were beheaded this is their story because there were christians they were fed to beasts but the beast wouldn't eat them so they beheaded them anybody here been you know somebody tried to feed you to a beast recently like we don't go through these things like they did you know but they were sold down for the lord what if somebody when they would try to feed you to a beast like deny god or you're gonna die what would you do let me tell you, if you begin to live that way, it's like, no, I'm not going you know, to allow this in my life. I'm not going to watch that movie. I'm not going to have that conversation. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to separate myself to serve the Lord because He loves me and I'm sold out for Him. You will begin to walk in, a greater, in greater levels of victory in your life. Another one was Quirinius, a bishop, who was, you know, he was imprisoned. And, you know, he was put on heavy shackles occasionally tortured you know and then um, fed you know very few things and he never gave up so they sent him to another judge and that a judge says you know since he's not going to give up after torturing him some more putting some more heavy chains on him they said you know tie a stone to his neck and throw him in the river so they threw him in the river and I I will read this to you because it's so powerful so, Sabaria, in finding that Corinius would not renounce his faith, he ordered him to be cast into a river with a stone tied around his neck. When the sentence was carried out, Corinius floated about for some time and exhorting people in, front, in the most pious terms, concluded his admonitions with prayer. So they tied a stone around his neck, threw him in the river, and it says that he floated around for some time ad- ad- admonishing them with the most pious terms. You know what that means? That when he was preaching, he wasn't cussing them out. He wasn't, you know, angry. He was preaching the gospel. He was encouraging them. Don't give up. Follow after the Lord. And the guy's like floating in the river with a stone tied around his neck and concluded his admonitions with this prayer. So when he was done, encouraging everybody with the most pious terms he wasn't yelling at anybody he wasn't honking he wasn't laying on the horn he didn't have his special train horn you know to yell at people he piously admonished everybody and then he said this prayer it is no new thing Oh powerful Jesus for you to stop the course of rivers or to cause a man to walk upon the water as thou didst thy servant Peter the people have already seen the proof of thy power in me grant me now to lay down my life for thy sake oh my God on that on on that pronouncing on pronouncing the last words he immediately sank and died June 4th AD 308 and his body was afterwards taken up and buried by some pious Christians God has made a way for every single one of us to be successful, for every single one of us to walk in victory. The choice is yours. Hallelujah. Are you going to believe what he has said about you? Or are you going to take your circumstances and make up a new story you know, and stay in it? Let me tell you, what we have to do as believers is to put away those things that try to weigh us down. And take the word of God and declare that over our lives. Maybe you're going through a hard time right now. Let me tell you, it's not going to destroy you. It's not going to take you down. Maybe you've been waiting a long time to see your prayers answered. Let me tell you, if you haven't seen the answer yet, keep on praying. Hallelujah. Because God is not done. And he will strengthen you. He will lead you in all truth. He will bless you. He will make a way for you. Don't give up don't stop believing don't stop seeking the Lord hallelujah it's not time to slow down it's not time to take a break it's time to press on it's time to enter into the presence of the Lord it's time to come to one extra service hallelujah that's that's off, often is the you know I, I just need a break from the, no you don't you don't need a break you need to seek the Lord And you need to put away other things that are taking you away from the presence of the Lord, that are robbing your joy, that are robbing your peace, that are robbing your your love for the Lord. Hallelujah. Can you come and play, please? Jaira, you are enough. Romans 8, 10, 11 says, Now if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit gives life because of righteousness if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you, then he who raised Christ from the dead will also bring your mortal bodies to life through his spirit who lives in you. Your spirit is made alive when you accept the Lord as your Savior. You see, and one of the results that when you don't give up, when you practice pushing forward, and let me tell you, you need some bad cats, as my friend would say, Pastor Vince, you need some bad cats to walk with you so that when you are weak, they will help you hallelujah like I have my wife you know we prop one another up I have Pastor Daniel you know who, who will encourage us who will walk with us who will prod us along and love and good works you got to take a position if you're gonna live in victory it's not gonna come naturally Overcoming is not gonna come just because you coasted. Nobody coasting ever wins anything. You don't. Maybe in folklore, but that's just about it. Ephesians 6 10 says, finally, be strengthened by the Lord and his vast strength. You see, the Spirit of God is in you. That is not just like a cute saying, that is not a cliche. If you're a believer, the Spirit of God. Is literally in you. Well, I don't feel it. Get over your feelings. Like your feelings lie to you a lot. They're terrible masters. They are good servants, terrible masters. Your feelings let you know. It's a messenger, lets you know there's something going on. And a lot of times that you need to get deeper into the things of God, deeper into the presence of the Lord. It's not your ability. It's not your strength. His vast strength. The way to do that is to put the full armor of God on you. He's provided an armor for us. You see it in Ephesians 6, he says, the breastplate of righteousness, faith and love, or obedience to God. You see, the armor of God, it's not like, you know, the Power Rangers, where you're like, you know, go, psh, 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 psh. Like, and it's like, you got it on. No, that's not how you put on the armor of God. You don't pull it down from heaven. Oh, now I got it on. No. The breastplate of righteousness, you know how you put it on? Through obedience. You guard your heart. Your word I have hid in my heart that I may not see it sin against you. Hey, you want to go steal something? No. I don't that's unrighteous. Oh, hey, you want to fornicate? No, I don't. Because that would be unright. You want to adulterate? No, I don't. Holy Ghost, you have to put it on. Obey. Learn what God says about what is right and do that. Well, let me see. let me consult the Bible. How many of you go? That's a good saying. Hey, you want to you know rip off some? Some people are like, no, let me see what the Bible says about that. That's a good answer. Having you shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace? In other words, ready to live a life in the awareness of the work of Jesus on the cross. You see, the reason we're here, the reason we experience the joy the power of God, the reason we pray for the sick and they recover, the reason that we have life more abundantly, the reason my family is restored, the reason your family has been restored, the reason your loved one was saved when we prayed is because of the work that Jesus did on the cross. Our feet shod with the preparedness of the gospel, knowing fully aware that Jesus paid a price for us to be here right now. Above all, take the shield of faith with which you are able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. You keep the faith. When the devil accuses you, you erase that doubt by believing God instead. Well, what if I have doubts? So what? Do you know how the earth spins? Do you know how a tire is made? Let's be simpler. No. Now you're trying to figure out the greatest mysteries in the earth and it's like, well, I'm not sure about that. No. Just believe God. Doubt your doubts is what doctor says. Believe the Word of God. You will never, He will never let you down. Hallelujah. God will never let you down. His Word will never fail if you'll stand on the Word of the Lord. Keep the faith when you're accused by the devil. There was a time when I came into the church, you know, and it's like, I, you know, I've done some things and I'm like, repented, right? And then the devil would accuse me. And it was the preaching of the word, Pastor Daniel preaching, 2 Corinthians 5.17. I think like for the first like three months I was here, he preached that like that all every single time. Or I just heard it every single time. We are a new creation. You are a new creation. So are some of you, but you're no longer that. Hallelujah. I was like, yes. And I took Romans 8.1. I memorized Romans 8.1. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I'm in Christ. I am righteous. That's not me anymore. Devil, you go to hell. Accusations, you go to hell. That's not who I am. I am saved. I am whole. I am set free and I would stand there. And some of you, you need to do that because the devil comes at you and he keeps getting you back because you're listening to his lies. That's sin. You're not believing what God says, but you're listening to what the devil says. That's not, you know, how do you change that? You just ignore him. You ignore what he says. You ignore the accusations. That's not true. Thank you, Jesus. The devil comes at you like, oh, look at you. Thank you, Lord. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. I am, I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Hallelujah. And you move on. He says you take the helmet of salvation. What is the helmet of salvation? It's keeping that hope of salvation in the forefront of your thinking. Every time you remember your past, you thank God that now you're saved. I am saved. Jesus died for me. All those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I am saved. Did I pray? Yes, I gave my life to the Lord. I'm saved. You keep that in the forefront of your thinking. And you declare the promises of God over your life. The helmet of salvation. You guard your thinking. And verse 18 says, praying with all promise." all... Praying with all prayers and supplication in the Spirit. Being watchful to this end. With all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Pray. Then you gotta have a life of prayer. You're gonna walk in victory? You pray. Why is that? Because the weapons of our warfare are, are not carnal, it's not your dukes. It's not throwing hands. You can't, you can't throw hands with the devil, he'll whoop you. But the words the declarations of your mouth the bible says there is life and there is death in what you say so when you're going through a hard time jesus didn't say you know oh you know just like pray for god to help you when you're going through a hard time if you have faith like a mustard seed you will speak to the mountain and it shall cast itself into the seas so when you're going through a difficult time You focus on the Lord. You set yourself on the Lord. And you begin to declare the Word of God over your situation. And that's how it's going to change. That building will be finished in Jesus' name. Everything that is necessary shall come in at the right time for it to be done. And it shall be finished with shouts of grace, grace unto the capstone. Wasilla will be in, is being impacted by the, by the Lord, how, by all that God is doing through you. You can't go anywhere in Wasilla and not see someone for kings. Hallelujah. Wasilla will be impacted. Eagle River will be impacted. Anchorage will be impacted. Hallelujah. All the way down through Indian Valley. All the way down to Cop, Copper Creek. Landy Cooper. Cooper Landy. Down through Soldan, Kenai, the place where you go fishing, Kasilof, down to Homer, up to Fairbanks, anybody, anybody, Fairbanks, oh, praise the Lord, Fairbanks, Dalton Highway everywhere, Trapper Creek, Healy, Alaska will be saved, hallelujah, because there's an army of people rising up. don't give up when things are going tough but they stand in they stand on the truth of the word of god come on let's stand hallelujah let's stand for freedom you have been set free you are the righteousness of god in christ hallelujah the same spirit that rose jesus from the dead abides on the inside of you and will quicken your mortal body you are the answer for this time and god is going to use you and do great things now you may be here today, and I'm like, wow, that's a good talk, but i am still got trouble. If you if you need prayer, as the worship team comes up, we're gonna worship. God is enough. Hallelujah. David, when he faced the giant, he didn't tell the giant, you know, about the giant's problem. He went at the giant. He told the giant who his God was. So that's the attitude that you gotta take. There needs to be an attitude of shifting in us, but I don't feel like it. It's okay. It's okay to feel not like doing it. It's okay, it's okay when you're going through a hard time to feel, you know, like eh, but you declare the truth. And as you begin to declare the truth, if you begin to de- speak to your circumstances, they will begin to change. But if you don't open your mouth and stand on the word of the Lord and declare the truth of the Lord, you will never see any change. And maybe you say oh pastor i've talked you know i preached i i I declared and it seems like nothing's changing that is a lie you are affecting change in your children's life you are affecting change in your job at where you work at whatever circumstances you are speaking to you are affecting change but if you stop and if you give up hallelujah you're never gonna see it come about but you need to intensify that thing. So we're going to pray right now. Come on, begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Lift your hands to the Lord. If you feel weary, or you feel like, you know, like you're on the edge of giving up, tonight, that's going to turn around in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. <laughs> come on begin to declare over your situation right now whatever problem you may be facing whatever impossibility may be begin to declare right now hallelujah God has given you a hope in the future it is a good future the best is yet to come hallelujah your family will be saved your life will be restored your children will be restored your finances will be restored hallelujah Father, I thank you right now and I pray for every single person right now that may be struggling with with thinking and wrong ideas that you have. Some of you have wrong ideas and wrong views of what happened in the past. And I want to encourage you right now to submit that to the Lord. You're going to give your situation to God and he's going to show you the truth and he's going to change those things primarily in your thinking and then he's going to work itself out in your life. So Father, I pray right now We pull down every stronghold in the thinking of your people. Every wrong pattern of thinking, we we smash it now in Jesus' name. And I pray, Lord, that you expose, Holy Spirit, in the hearts of your people, your truth. Let every seed of truth right now burst forth. Let every lie be cast down in the name of the Lord. Come on. never given your life to the Lord the Bible says that you must be born again Jesus said if you are not born again you will not enter the kingdom of heaven that if you do not believe that I am he said to the religious leaders you will die in your sins but the good news is that if you do believe he is who he is he will cleanse you of all unrighteousness hallelujah The Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That the wages of sin is death, but God's gift is everlasting life through Christ Jesus. That while we were still sinners, Christ died for us, thereby proving his love for you. So there's nothing you have done that disqualifies you from calling on the name of the Lord and being forgiven and being restored right now. So if you're here... The Bible says that you got to do what you got to do is believe in your heart and declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you shall be saved. So if you're here and you've never given your life to the Lord, or maybe you have, you know, you're, but you're not living for the Lord, I want you to rededicate your life to God right now. And if that's you, I want you to raise your hand. And we're gonna pray together, whether for the very first time or if you want to red- rededicate your life to God. I want you to pray with me. Come on, if that's you, why don't you lift your hand right now? I see that hand. God bless you. God is going to turn things around for you as you pursue Him. Hallelujah. Anybody else? Come on, lift your hands. Don't be ashamed. Listen, we're in church. I see that hand. God bless you. Hallelujah. Anyone else? Come on, pray with me. If that's you, you lifted your hand. Say, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your Son, Jesus, to die on the cross for me. Forgive me of all my sin. Wash me. Cleanse me. Make me brand new. Be the Lord of my life. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for being my Savior. I believe in your word. I will stand in your word. And I will doubt doubts. And believe in your truth. I am victorious through Christ who strengthens me. In Jesus' name i bless you now father i pray that you release your power over every single life lord we declare bondage is broken now i declare addictions broken right now i declare freedom of the holy ghost over your life come on if you have the freedom to pray in the holy ghost begin to pray right now and if you want to be filled with the holy spirit right now receive it now lift your hands begin to pray be filled in the name of the lord be filled Hallelujah. Be strengthened in the Lord right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Well, I hope you were encouraged by God's word. Thank you again for listening to Kings Alaska podcast. God bless you. For more great content, go to kcalaska.com and may God's face shine upon you and give
1: you peace.